Plus one at the table, Georgie yeah. in the arms, needing to be fed. No wife around to help. And uh, yeah, Cocomel and Babysitter on for the other one. Yeah, we're killing it. Just doing what we got to do, <laughs> we, you know? We're here. We are here. Once um, again, thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks for returning and coming back and reaching out to us and uh, and for whatever reason being interested in this because we like doing it. Yeah, and uh, welcome to our season two finale. Oh, <laughs> bomb dropped. This is the finale. Bingo. Uh, so, so off to a good start. Super exciting uh, stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're just going to try to wrap a couple things up and uh, then we might take a little break. I think so. You know, well-deserved break. Yeah. What are you thinking for the break? I'm not sure. I mean, the last, like we talked about, the last season had a little break because I had another baby. Right. So uh, that was allowed. Um, this one, I feel like I feel like we're in this awkward sort of mud season, spring, mm-hmm. and uh, pretty soon things will be getting fun and we'll be going outside, and that seems like a new chapter. Yeah, I agree. So I say we do season three. That revolves around this uh, new feeling, this new lifestyle, this this summer yeah, activities. I love thing. that. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be um, awesome. Yeah, and we we could use a little little time off just to sharpen some things up. I and... think yeah, the content we would, we need more content. Mm-hmm. We, we need uh, a little bit more time for our guests to grow as dads, and yep. then we bring them back on. So yep. like a lot has changed since yeah. the last time we did. Yeah, exactly. To them. So we got some things to line up and yeah. work out, and uh, then we'll be back stronger than ever. Um, you know, we've gotten some good reviews on what people like, what people don't like, and uh, yeah. Well, we're f- <laughs> listen to what we uh, tell each other, not necessarily what we hear from you guys. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll listen to some of it. Um, so speaking of people, people, we got some shout outs to give. Let's give them. Yeah. So I mean, after last week's thirty seconds of silence, we got a couple <laughs> people to reach out to us, which was awesome. Some pity feedback, which was great. Yeah. So the first one was an email from Kalen Stark. He's a stage two brand new dad. And they're due in October. And he said that he okay. uh, he listened to all our episodes in one week. So whoa, you know what that means? Binged. We're nice. bingeable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, congrats, Kalen, and thank you for the email. Yeah, congrats. This is uh, this is a fun little time, right? But when you're gearing up, right before it, you know, yeah. getting uh, getting excited, getting prepped. It's uh, yeah, it's all the excitement. Really, none of the responsibility yet. So sweet spot. Yeah. And then uh, we got another. This is this one's a stage three brand new dad due April twenty first. So Coming, opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah. Um Harrison Harrison Treegoop. Killed the pronunciation. <laughs> I that, think. I don't know. Maybe it's a silent B at the at the end. There are, it could all be silent. Not sure. They're all silent. Let's just say Harrison. It's a wonderful name, Harrison, and I thank you for the tweet. Yeah. And uh it sounded like he he was in need of some some advice on labor. Um, that part. Yeah, it got right me kind of thinking, like, I totally forget, 
you know, how those early episodes went and mm-hmm. what we were talking about and what our, our essential pieces of advice are. And today seems like a great day to do a little bit of recap. Yeah, I uh, agree. Having done no research and gone back and listened <laughs> to any of the episodes. So we'll just, uh, <laughs> we'll just, uh, we'll give you something here. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, that's a fun, that's a, that's a important little time. And, uh, there's totally different things that are on your mind and that you need to focus on at that time. So, We'll talk about those, and then maybe the the early stages, and then you know later on where we're at now, what the what the core, the core things are. Yeah, you know. So yeah. yeah. Really, do you want to do that now, or we'll finish the show? No, no, okay. we'll sprinkle it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll put that. Uh, stay tuned for our from the wives uh, mm. segment. We'll put that in there. Um, it's from the Harrison this time though. Um, so their next shout out, to our boy Dakota Corsello. The lost one on Long Twitter. time listener, multiple time <laughs> caller. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, uh, I forget. Uh, I'm supposed to run the Twitter. I've been all over the place, <laughs> man. I've just not been doing a good job with basically anything lately. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what did he say? Ultimately, gotta... I think he was just looking to end the silence and just to reach <laughs> out and let us know we're supported. So that I, we thank you for that, Dakota. Um, yeah. Thank you for the tweet. Keep them coming, guys. We love the tweets. Yeah. We love the emails. They're great. They're um, great. And, uh, you know, we expect a little dip when we take our time off, but yeah. maybe you'll surprise I don't us. Know. I think the Maybe demand, you'll miss us. I think the demand will go up. We're going to take, like, we don't really, haven't really talked about how long a break knows? we're doing. We're not going to tell you how long we're going to take off, you know? It's TBD. We might come back for, like, oh, our kids are in college now. We're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about it. <laughs> um, no, I think we'll be back sooner We'll be that. back. Yeah. One um, of these summers, we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my last shout out goes to uh, my brother-in-law who's been on the show, Adam. He, he Adam. and his sons. He, so I guess his uh, one of the things he wants to teach his sons who are 12 and 11 is the, the, um, what you can get back from hard work. Mm. So they're starting their own property maintenance business. It's called McGee and Sons. So to our Vermont listenership, Give us an email, and I can share some contact info about McGee and Sons. If you guys are inter- interested in having your your lawn mowed, sticks picked up, any really anything, raking leaves, yeah. all the gutters, yeah, they'll do odd jobs, and you know they're just they're handy men. Cool. So, yeah, well, that's check, awesome. Yeah, send us an email at the brand new dad podcast at cool. gmail dot com. That's that's really cool. Yeah. What kind of uh, business are you going to start with your little one? Um, maybe something like crafty. I want her, you know, I, my coming into the whole fatherhood thing, I picked up a couple hobbies and I think I spoke about one that I picked up, which was golf. The second would be like just to be more handy around the house and start to get crafty because I started thinking about like, you know, school projects and stuff and wanting to be able to, you know, build something with my kids and have a creative side to me. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think we would go the crafts route. So like I, either I would build something that she would then paint and decorate or whatever, or, or we would build something together, obviously, or she builds something and I paint, you know, nice. switch it up. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's great. I'm going to start, uh, Nora and I are going to do, uh, an investment firm. Oh. So if you want <laughs> us to invest your money, your savings, uh, you can trust, that we will invest it in something. Yeah. Uh, that's, about as, that's about as far as the promise will go. Yeah. Uh, no profits are recorded yet in in my experience, but, uh, you know, I'm just, lightning's going to strike here. I think so, too. You know, so that's awesome. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. That would be really cool to have a little project business with yeah. with the kids. So go Adam, that's a good idea. Yeah, I really like that he's you know instilling hard work and and those values and already. I might put him to work. My lawns look like shit right now. <laughs> yeah, I might too. <laughs> cool. Um, well, has anything uh, exciting been going on in your week? You got any uh, any status updates? How old's your kid? She's four months in a week. She, yeah. Well, she's almost five months. She'll be five months in ten days or oh wow twelve days. I don't know how many days are in March, but um, she is getting more curious. So you kind of have to watch her, watch for her more. Like I'll have her while I'm working, I'll have her up on my desk and she'll be just reaching and grabbing pens and stuff. And mm-hmm. she's like picking up on sounds really well. So like you say something, she looks right over at you and it's cool. Um, but at the same time, it, things are moving pretty fast towards uh you know, having something that you need to keep an eye on yeah. 100% of the time. Yeah, which is uh, what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's tough. I was telling you right before uh, we started that I fell asleep feeding the baby and uh, woke up. I don't know how long I was out, maybe a minute, maybe five minutes. It's hard to tell. Could have been five hours. Um, and Nora is just standing up on one of these chairs, uh, basically getting ready to climb up onto the table that we're at and start swinging these metal candlesticks around. So yeah, she's a maniac and she climbs on everything and, uh, it's, uh, tough to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I interrupted your week. No, no, no. I mean, uh, happy to hear, uh, that the next year of my life is going to be hell essentially um no so my other things are we're inching towards real food and feeding her real food and by inching i mean i put together her high chair yesterday so, nice yeah we're, we're taking a step and then i had a pretty funny story this week all that, right that i'm willing to share well, let's hear pretty it. embarrassing actually so we saturday uh, afternoon, Z and I didn't really have anything going on, so we put on some Survivor, like anybody would. Yeah, any normal human. And they were in a team immunity challenge, <clears throat> and this challenge was sweet, and I was really into it. And uh, essentially, they picked three people from each team to hold up like a squatting bar on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then they each team took turns adding 20 pounds to the person's bar. Okay? So I'm really into it. And uh, I have the baby in my hand. We're watching it. And then I go to set her down on this little, like, it's kind of like a boppy, but there's, like, two of them. And it's meant to just prop the kid up on there and so she can look at her stuff. <clears throat> and this lady, also, well, simultaneously on the TV, this lady, Dawn, had, like, 120 pounds that she had on her shoulders. And I was, like, really into that and setting her down. So I was, like, watching the TV and while <laughs> setting her down. And then I'm, like... And then Z goes, Dom. And I turn around and look at Z, and she goes, She's falling, she's falling. And I'm like, Dawn? And I'm like, <laughs> I look at the TV. Uh, my baby. Uh, but she didn't fall. Fortunately, I, you know, I, I smartened up. It wasn't Dawn. It was I, not Dawn. Wow, that is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's my dad's for the week. Yeah, I mean, you had your priorities set. <laughs> I think some people would argue that you had them set incorrectly, but yeah. I mean, what? Are, Whatever. You Ultimately, know. the baby didn't fall. The baby so. didn't mm-hmm. fall. You didn't miss anything. And neither did Dawn. Neither did Dawn. She because, won the challenge. Because you looked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Go Dawn. Um, yeah, I got it. We're in the, we got to pick a new season. We just finished one. So we got to, okay. uh, we got to pick a new season. Yeah. And uh, we like to take a little break in between because once we start one up, we just go binge hard it. and it takes over our lives and we just binge it. So, yeah, yeah we got to do that. Um, 
let's see the rest of my week. So my work week, I was just getting through because I had something fun planned for this weekend. Um, so before we get to that, we'll just do the uh, the little kiddos. Georgie is just like hammering bottles, eating more at once than Nora ever did. Um, and she's sleeping like a rock, sleeping without a pacifier, without a uh, sleep sack or or a, what, what is swaddle. It? Jeez, I'm bro, swaddle. <laughs> Long day. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been home with the kids all day. I, uh, took the day off to stay with them. I was gone over the weekend and, um, when somebody, uh, you know, in the, in the day, small daycare family is sick, you know, none of the kids go. So mm-hmm. we didn't go to daycare today and, uh, we stayed home and we're, you know, you're little, killing it. A little needy, but uh, <laughs> we're here, and we're <laughs> we only fell asleep once <laughs> on the kids, uh, and everybody's still alive and feeling good. Um, but yeah, Georgie is a champ, and Nora is a maniac, and is pretty hard to keep up with. Um, but one thing that's really cool is that she's starting to really understand her options for things. Like you can. You can, uh, basically with food before it was just like, anytime you would ask her anything like, do you want this? Like she would just always say yes. And now you have to like cycle through a couple things cause she'll, she's like a pitcher on the mound. Like she's shaking off mm-hmm. the call. And, uh, that's, that's kind of cool to see a little independence, you know, and a little bit of, uh, little bit of understanding and it's also a little bit annoying when you're just like running through five <laughs> snacks to like get to the whatever most unhealthy one that she inevitably is going to decide on. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, she's crazy um, and awesome. And this weekend I got to scoot out of town and go play some golf, uh, several rounds of golf, two on Saturday and one on Sunday. I never played 36 holes in a day. It's pretty cool. That's nice. The feeling of like getting done with one round of golf and wanting to play again and getting to play again. Mm-hmm. I mean, ooh, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh didn't play well, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Uh you know, my new irons aren't in, so right. I'll have that excuse until the first week of June. Yeah. So, you know, don't expect me to post a score until midsummer, but uh Taylor made if you're listening, uh, if you want to speed that up for me, uh I w- would be willing to pay $7 to expedite wow. the whole thing. So, get at me. I might tweet them. You, you know? should. I'm gonna tweet them. Yeah. Slide into their DMs or something. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a fun fun thing. Beck's uh, sister's husband and I, and Beck's brother and Beck's dad all golfed, nice. and we had none of our wives or babies there, and it was uh, it was a weird it was a weird feeling. You know, mm-hmm. I loved being able to go and golf during the day. I wish all the girls were there when we came back. Okay, you know, it'd be nice to just be able to guilt-free go golf for the first half of the day and then come back to them. But for whatever, it doesn't seem like that's even possible. Yeah. But would it be nice, though? Like, isn't it also nice to have the time for yourself and and the guys? It was also nice. (laughs) But, you know, I don't know. I think... Yeah, you're probably right. They both have their positives. That's for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a grass is greener thing. Yeah. You know, if Georgie was there like screaming in my face and I can't figure out what the hell's wrong with her, 
which I've been just feeling like such a dummy with this baby because she's so easy all the time. But then when she is like, mm-hmm. you know, really fussy, I just have a really hard time calming her down. It's almost like you have to just catch it early with her. She gets like charged up, mm-hmm. like a little fussy, a little cry, little little screamy. And then once she's like screaming, like, oh, man, there's it's going to take a while to calm it okay. down. So you got to catch it early with her. Um, and... I've been just like forgetting about like a couple of the older tricks that we used to do. And I also forgot that like things just change, like things that used to work, like now just don't work anymore. And now it's this new thing. So like you used to always just pick her up, face her in, you know, hold her, bounce her, whatever. And uh, like a couple of weeks ago I was doing that and it, it was fine. And then now that does not work work at all and yeah. i was like you know trying forever and then bet came home was like oh you just uh, face her out mm-hmm. and I, like turned her around and she instantly stopped <laughs> crying i was like oh my god she has been doing this to me all day so uh yeah keep an eye and communicate uh with your co-parents uh yeah. what the what the current remedies are that work because uh it is just no fun that's a good tip yeah yeah i like that a lot um, so yeah, that was pretty much my week was, uh, yeah, getting through the week so I could golf and then golf and go nice. back. Here we are. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm su- super jealous. Uh, I miss golf and I, ha- I haven't played yet. You know, I haven't even, I mean, I've, I've hit a couple, uh, foam balls out in the, out in the yard, but yep. other than that, nothing. Hitting them straight though. That's good. <laughs> so, That's good. <laughs> yeah. It's your year. You just gotta, you gotta put your driver away for a round. No, no, no. Or figure it out. Yeah, I'm going to figure the, it out. One of the two. <laughs> That's the thing is, like, I could have better scores if I didn't hit my driver off the tee every single time, but I don't think I'd have as much fun golfing, and that's what I'm there for. I'm there to have some fun. That's true. You know? Yeah. And? And hit it super far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to hit it far. Yeah. Um. Cool. All right. Well, uh, let's, I'm just going to, I'm just going to jump right into jump, the additions. Jump in. And I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> Probably my worst performance <laughs> <laughs> that I've had this entire season. Nice. Uh, I was very bad. I didn't do any of the things. Okay. So dishes weren't done, right? No. That was one. No, no. Dishes do you want to go through the list or are you just okay saying no? So d- the dishes, the, <laughs> the like after the podcast, that Monday is like, it like I'm trying to shift the dietitians to starting on the Monday. It's just easier now that I'm not doing the weekend to mm-hmm. so just structure it like that. But I was, of course, being lazy and justifying it as this isn't part of the yeah, week. Right. Yeah, I'll do them tomorrow. And then I didn't do them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Beck just basically was like, as long as you do them before you leave for the weekend, it's fine. Like, I don't yep. give a shit about your dietitians. Just don't leave this shit here. I left it all Oh, there. my God. Didn't do <laughs> dishes at all. The whole week, and they're still sitting there waiting for me. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I was a piece of shit uh, in the housework department. Um, I can tell you I didn't do a push-up either mm. uh, or any of the other stuff. Okay. Um, Might have been patient. I don't know. I I suck. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I blew it. Uh, uh, yeah, what did, I don't even know what else I was supposed to do, hey, but I, I mean, can tell you I didn't do it. If you don't kick, don't kick yourself on the exercise thing because you got, you've played what, uh, 36 plus 18, 54 holes. 54 holes. So that's a, you know, that's a good amount of exercise. Yep. And so, I brought my push cart down so I could walk. And that was on the weekend. Yeah. And so. we got golf carts every single round and I didn't walk <laughs> out. <laughs> Hey, those par threes are cart path only. I'm walking over to the you know woods on the other side to look right. for my ball. Right. 
Um, yeah. What about you? Um, so I did like a, I think I had four total that was that editions I was going to do. Remind us. And I, okay. So I did 10 minutes of social media, um, per day, 15 miles of running throughout the week. I wanted to cut down on sugary food, <laughs> snacks, and I wanted a plank. And I kind of wrote these down today as a, as a, either a pass or a fail. So 10 minutes of social media, I failed. Um, 15 miles, I passed that. I ran, uh, I finished my 15 this to just today. Um, I wanted to cut down on sugary snacks. That I'll call a fast because I kind of failed. I kind of passed. Uh, I, I was snacking a good amount, but I think I did cut down from my normal consumption of sugary stuff. And I passed on the planking every day. So I, I did okay. I did. I had a one fail, two passes, and a fast. I, uh, I forgot about the planking. I did do a plank on, uh, on Monday night nice. after our pod for the two minutes. It was a shaky two minutes, but it was good. Yeah. And it was also the last plank that I did the whole week. <laughs> Um, but you also did remind me of another uh, thing. You know, I'm staying off the social media feeds. That's mm. kind of just a constant. I re-downloaded the Instagram app, no. and I've been <laughs> scrolling and scrolling and yeah. scrolling. That explains the DM I got that said I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> uh, I have, you know, I think it's been long enough doing this cleanse to realize I am addicted to Instagram. Okay. And I, I'm just going to... It's going to be part of my, I'm going to just keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. But it's, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's built into the schedule. Okay. I'm, I'm not, you know, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. Put a timer on yourself and then don't just go cold turkey with it. Put a timer on it and then, it, you know, it'll shut it right off. It'll be yeah. like, hey, you're done for the day. Okay. Sorry, mate. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> You know, I'm going to put on my big boy pants and I'm going to make some bad decisions as gotcha. an adult. Gotcha, and gotcha, uh, gotcha. yeah, it'll be fine. All right. I'm going to just say uh maybe I'll just say I'm not going to I'm not going to do it when you know, you ever like are scrolling and get that feeling like I should really be like focused on the blocks that the kid is like trying to stack or whatever. Like if there's yeah. some, you know, I'll draw the line there. I'm not going to do it when like I should be playing with it should be being a dad okay you know yeah but when i'm like driving or working you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i don't know um i don't know what my dad additions are going to be moving forward here because we have a big gap so it might be might be a good time to just sort of maybe drop it down to something very achievable that we're Mm going to do for the off season okay and uh i think i loved when uh, we were demanding the water. I know you are better about it mm. than I am, so you didn't really need it on your dietitians. But it uh, it was a it was a huge uh, addition for me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that back. So in the off season, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the water. Um, nice. I'm gonna do the 64 ounces a day of the water, and uh, I'm gonna finish this book before we start. There it is. Three. Nice. So I will read, and I don't know when it will be, or how often, or what time of day, or what. Just but I am don't going procrastinate. To, I'm going to finish this book. Yeah. Nice. Uh, That's a good goal. Yeah. So I'm going to drink water, and I'm going to read a book. Right on. So I kind of wrote down before you you went on. I this was an unplanned thing that Sean just went on, but I wrote down the. I do that occasionally. <laughs> 
We've done a shit ton of stuff. <laughs> so I didn't make my list small, um, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep on with the social media thing. It's I'm a poor excuse for a human being with the way I've been going lately. Cause it's just like, I keep ignoring, I have this timer on, I just keep ignoring it and it's really, Oh, you can just ignore it. Yeah. I oh, told you that last yeah. week, but you yeah, can, but then this time you said you put a timer on and it'll just cut it off. It does cut it off, but then, it, but then you, you have it to click again? it and say, remind me in 15 minutes <laughs> or say, uh, ignore limit for the day. Oh, so it'd just be like my alarm clock in the morning. I would yeah. just, it might as well not even be on. I think I'm going to have Z set a passcode and just say, mm. once it's done, it's done and I can't log back in. Okay. Um, I want to keep running 15 miles. Uh, I want, I, I have, my goal is to do a triathlon <clears throat> this summer. Whoa. Yeah. And I want our friends to get involved as well. And we, whether that you, you guys do the three legs of the triathlon yourself or you do a team. Which is fun. I could I could get my friends involved yeah. for you. <laughs> well, no, here's the thing, Sean. Uh, uh, this triathlon. Listen, I don't have the legs for biking. No, when it comes to triathlons, you uh, this is an easy one. So like you could do like you could have say and uh, sorry for listeners that don't know our friend group. You could have say you know Dylan do the run, Ag do the bike, and then you do the canoe or kayak, and you're just kayaking three miles. Oh, it's paddling. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll paddle like, for sure. Right, or you could have a team paddle, so two dudes paddling, or like you. Yeah, it would be. I think you guys would have a lot of fun. I would, no, I'll I'd, paddle. That's yeah. not, that's easy. I can crank a boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been on. I've been on the river since I was teeny tiny. <laughs> See, so now I got you interested. That's natural. I would do that. Okay. Yeah, and then day get, to run. How is it? It's how, the day before Fourth of July, and you just get really lit up all night that's party. a good day to do it yeah all right i'll commit okay um so the, the paddle you, you were asking how long it is uh how long are all the segments so 3.1 a 5k run okay uh 12 mile bike um and which ag has said that he could do in 40 minutes he said 12 miles and 40 minutes on the bike i believe him which would be fast yeah yeah and then a three are you gonna win this thing? a three mile canoe or so you're gonna do this by yourself and yep. we're gonna do it as a team like i said i feel like triathlon as far as triathlons goes would be a pretty easy one because you're kind of using three different <clears throat> muscle groups in each like running and biking similar i guess yeah. but i think you have a bike well i don't but my stepdad's pretty into biking so i'm gonna try to either have him hook me up with a good good bike or i'll yeah. use his or whatever are you gonna borrow one of ag's bodysuits yeah i'm sure he has a couple <laughs> that would be awesome i'll wear I mean, a brand got... new dad bodysuit oh <laughs> now we're talking yeah okay i'll be well yeah we could get we could have some fun with it and also do some marketing so okay um but yeah i, I hope to, it's called bay day in st albans for the vermont listenership um so yes i would like to continue to run 15 miles a day because running's my strongest out yeah. of the three sports so yeah you're a good runner thank you um i want I, I also play soccer and i've been getting hurt like crazy the last couple of years so i wanted to do some injury prevention a lot of my injuries are in my knees yeah i looked up some in injury prevention exercises and a balance board is one of them and you have a balance i board. built one you built one yeah and we can talk about that in the BNDIY segment. Okay. Let me just crank through these. Yeah, yeah. I want to do three walks per week with my family. I so love that, that. That's the baby, the dog, Zara and I. She's always pushing me to go on walks. Yeah, back always I, is too. Yeah, I don't really care for it. So. <laughs> but I'm going to do it. Rather just run, get it done. Yeah. 
I'm gonna spoon feed my baby real food. That's, okay. That's the that's the addition. I'm gonna do it b- between now and when we come back. Oh yeah, yeah. You definitely will. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah, that is. And then I want to score goals in soccer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are the soccer leagues? Have they're you coming heard, back. They're coming back. You've Last heard. week, April. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Those are good. <laughs> Thanks. I'm. Uh, I might. I might jump on board with. I know I said I was going to keep it small. I might try to do every single thing that you put on that list. Okay. Because I was also feeling like I need to start playing soccer again, and I haven't been doing that because of mm-hmm. these stupid knee injuries. So yeah. if I do some knee injury prevention right. with you and I'm feeling better about it, I can play again, which will get me in shape for this damn triathlon mm-hmm. that I'm now going to beat you in. <laughs> Yeah, you guys will beat me if you're a team. No, I'm going to do a solo. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get somebody to replace me <laughs> nice. on the team, and then I'm just going to do it. Yeah, so the balance board is the simplest thing. I, like, I, I looked up some plans, and I was like, I don't need this. No. So I pretty much took a two-foot by four-foot piece of plywood. I cut it into a cool shape. You can pick your own. I used a jigsaw to cut it. It's half-inch plywood. And then I took the remnants of what I just cut and made two bumpers and screwed them to the bottom of my balance board so that you don't just slip off. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, it seems a little cheap. Well, it's not cheap. Know? I mean, they're very far far apart. It's just so when you get to the end, you don't just have a flying board out underneath your feet. Do I you? mean, do you not know the end <laughs> is coming? Yeah, you do. Yeah. But I feel like with a baby around, I think I should be pretty careful about these things. And then um, you could use like a four inch piece of pvc to have be your balance your fulcrum or whatever that little obviously your round thing that you're balancing on um, okay yeah um okay i'm imagining one that's got a sphere underneath it not a cylinder so it I mean, goes all sorts of ways oh that's cool it doesn't roll around on it you know something maybe Maybe something just as simple as the board with a hole cut in the middle mm-hmm. that sets on top of whatever ball you're on. That's cool. And uh, so it'll keep it pretty much in the middle. Yeah. You should make the product, post it on Twitter. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'll cut a BND logo into it. Let's go. Fill it with some epoxy or paint it or whatever the F, yeah. and uh, we'll sell these suckers. That sounds awesome. Let us know how much you're willing to pay for one of these. Spoiler alert. They're going to be seven bucks. <laughs> and because they should be 12, I'm also going to charge you $7 in shipping. Nice. So 14 bucks. You can have your own brand new dad balance board. Um, yeah. Coming up. Put it on the list. Additions. Make a product to sell. I do. Uh, I did just get a shipment of towels. Nice. So I'll be making some brand new dad uh, recreational towels. Cool. You know, for use on the golf course or at the uh, the home gym or whatever you're sweating about. Nice. Throw it over your shoulder when you mow the lawn. You know. Yeah. I'll bring it to <laughs> bring it to your grill. Yeah. Wipe your hands off put after it, the grill. Put it in your fanny pack. When... Put it in the mani pack. You know. <laughs> the mani packs. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a lot. We're, season three is gonna be big. Oh my god. We're gonna god. have we're gonna products huge. flying off the shelves. Merch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, TaylorMade's going to get back to me. I'm going to have new clubs by then. Everything's going to be just cruising. We'll yeah. have guests that have babies. And, uh, yeah, bring a couple people back. 
lots of stuff to look forward to. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna actually teaser. We're gonna have a celebrity guest in season three. We're not gonna tell you the celebrity. Have you told me? No. <laughs> but it's gonna happen. Is it Jeff Probst? No. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who the celebrity is yet. Did you know that the shirt that <clears throat> Jeff Probst wears is not a purchasable item? Meaning what? Meaning that custom that, made that blue it's a Columbia shirt yeah. and they they custom dyed it blue because Columbia pretty much only makes like earth tones. Right. So they had to dye it themselves. And no I think kidding. now he wears different ones that are purchasable. But the the one that he was wearing for the first, like, whatever, like 20, 25 seasons yeah. is, uh, yeah, custom. So are you under the assumption that he's wearing the same shirt every single... No, he wears different colors ones, okay. but the, like, the iconic blue one. I see. You know, okay, yeah, yeah. The one everybody knows. Yeah. But the pants... Are the same pants. <laughs> he does rock the same. His 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 tribal pants that he wears. Yeah, are the the same pants. How do you know? I have done some research. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, my dog's barking at us, but you know what, Maggie? It's nice out. Yeah. So she's telling us outside. it's time because we're done with additions, right? Yeah. She's saying move on. That was a segment. It's bark. time for Dommy's Quizzy Ooh. Corner. Okay. Yeah. So bringing it back to where we started, <clears throat> I did like family movies, and I'll and I'll just give you kind of a synopsis, like a brief description. Tried to keep it vague. Mm-hmm. You just got to tell me the movie. Piece of cake. Yeah, I, think I got a couple good ones in here, a couple bad ones. So uh, start you off with an easy one. Couple bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> a bedroom closet that has an unexpected amount of space. Uh, Monsters Inc. No, well, that's close. <laughs> it's not it though. Okay, what are we thinking? Uh, is it uh, that Narnia? Yep, it's Narnia. Nice. A <clears throat> uh, man makes career change after a stranger falls off his roof and dies. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect description of the Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> career change. Yeah. Arrogant Hot Rod gets lost in Western USA, meets mm. friends that help him get back on the road. This would be Owen Wilson's Cars. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one I don't think you're going to get. So You didn't think I was going to get Narnia. Right. True. Farmer boy kisses his twin sister, all the while his deadbeat dad is trying to get him to join the family business. Well, you are correct. I will not be getting this one. That would be Star Wars. It's uh, Luke and Leia. Oh. And Darth Vader. I don't know. Read it again. Farmer boy kisses his twin sister. All the while, his deadbeat dad is trying to get him to join the family business. That's a great description. The family business thing is Can't take credit for that one, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to give credit. No, no. Won't take it, won't give it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Real tearjerker, this one. Three unlikely companions who fear abandonment journey home. Uh, Three unlikely companions who fear abandonment journey home. Ooh, I mean, just to save the listeners some time. Here's I, another hint. I'm going to... One might say they might be headed homeward. Oh, well, that's a pretty <laughs> telling 
clue. Uh, I would say Homeward Bound. Nice. Which I'm getting only from that word because I, if you had just said, what's the movie Homeward Bound about? I could not have told you anything. You haven't seen the movie? I'm sure I've seen it. I have Shana. not seen it in the last 25 years. As a dog lover, I urge you to watch that movie again. Okay. A pothead and a Great Dane team up to catch bad guys. A pothead? And a Great Dane. And a Great Dane. Pothead's got to be a pun. No? No. And a Great Dane? He's not... Allegedly, he's a pothead, I would say. He's... he's Read the thing again. A pothead and a Great Dane team up to catch bad guys. I don't know. What is this? Scooby-Doo. Shaggy and Scoobs. Oh, yeah. I guess Scooby-Doo is a Great Dane. Hmm. Okay. And Shag's got to be a pothead. Oh, he's for sure a pothead. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. That was good. I'm blowing this. I did that one myself, I think. A uh, hideous man falls in love with beautiful princess, turns her into a hideous woman. Shrek. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three more. I mean, she does not get turned into a hideous woman, and he is not a hideous man. Well, I I mean. He's an average-looking ogre, and she's a good-looking <laughs> ogre. <Okay>. Fine. <laughs> um, classical music plays while you watch a rodent wearing wizard's hat. Uh, Fantasia. Nice. An awesome movie. No, it's not. It used to give me nightmares, but I still loved it. <laughs> okay, nice. I would watch it all the time. A uh, young boy who was raised by wolves is not too keen on large cats. This has got to be The Jungle Book. Nice. All right, last one. Which was referenced earlier in this season. Yeah. I think. Uh, With during the, a Christopher Walken clue. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, orangutan. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, who so- often... Uh, <laughs> They live in the treetops, if I remember correctly. Canopy. And they will, uh, what do they, they keep their young like on them for like eight years or eight something? Eight years, yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah. Learn a little thing or two here at BND Pod. Nice. All right, last one. Safari amu- Amusement Park probably spends billions on liability insurance. <clears throat> uh, saf- safari Amusement Park? I mean... Are you wrong and this is Jurassic Park? Why am I wrong? Did they not have liability insurance? Safari? I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, maybe. They definitely sound in Costa Rica, right? That's no, it's not. That's not a safari. (laughs) safari. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. (laughs) Well I don't know if it's in Costa Rica or not. Maybe they filmed it It in Costa Rica. It definitely seemed I think it was filmed in Hawaii. Hawaii. Which is more (laughs) more jungly looking and tropical. So yeah. I guess you're right. But uh, the term safari might just be used generally for one of those, those right. tours. You like know? park safari, but that's all. Uh, I could be wrong on this one. I'm not sure. Either way, I, you got, I it. got it right yeah. uh, to bring me back to probably five batting 500 on that one. I think maybe a little 60%, over. 70%. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Nice job. Well, not my best, but you know, uh, I'm not that smart. So it's, you uh, are it's smart, Sean. Maybe just not into the family movies just yet. That you, might you be. got some time. That might be it. Yeah. Also, I don't think my memory's that good, or my sense of smell. Not COVID related. <laughs> I just never have had that good a sense of smell. Does COVID take away your? I thought a sense of taste. You just learning this? No, yeah, smell, smell too. and taste. They're the same thing. 
I'm not sure if they are. Well, they help each other out. Okay. Georgie. Um, okay. Well, that was a great little corner. Thank um, you. Let's transition into some wives stuff. I gave Beck a really hard time uh, right before we pressed record on this thing for not giving me any wives content. And then she has been texting me this whole time. So I have some let's stuff go. that I'm just going to be reading aloud. Um she was talking to a friend of hers and uh that particular couple, uh the the fiance, the guy, um, shout out. I'm just gonna shout him out, Tina and Brad. Oh, little sidetrack on Brad here. Um they have an interesting family dynamic and we should have him on for season three. Um because they they have now five kids combined. Two mm-hmm. of them are Tina's and three are Brad, and they're all, I think, between like 10 and 15. So they just okay. have a bunch of hormones in the house, basically. Mm. Um, just out of curiosity, is Brad by chance a celebrity? Is the celebrity that we're having on <laughs> named Brad? No. Is, is it Bradley it? Cooper? No. I've been I'm just, him. I'm looking, I'm in, I'm in search of a celebrity. You want more celebrities. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not a celebrity, but he is very cool. Okay. And uh, has an awesome workshop that I'm super jealous of. And I'm throwing on the list my dietitians. I need to get my workshop in order because I'm too embarrassed to have Brad over until I do. Okay. Because his shop is way nicer than mine. And cleaner. Well, his whole house is cleaner than me. They're clean people. We're not. Um, anyway, he when, when he was growing up, uh, their family didn't celebrate holidays at all when they were young. So, uh, Beck is wondering, uh, you know, I think she just wants us to talk about that. And then also her sister just ordered a bounce house for Easter this coming weekend for the kids to do. So kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. So we can kind of, uh, talk about that. She's wondering how you handle holidays and traditions. Most are religious. How do you keep them about religious first? The hallmark holidays they become, is it better to do nothing or to do something? And uh, the next thing is different. So uh, yeah, we'll just start there. What do you think? What do you think about that? What are your first thoughts on a family that just when they're young doesn't celebrate holidays at all? Um, I think <clears throat> if Z and I were on that spectrum, we would lean more towards not celebrating at all. Z worked on Christmas this year, like it was a baby's first Christmas <clears throat> technically. But yeah. you know, she's not going to remember that. You know, and yeah. Z, you know, Z makes a, does really well at the restaurant on that day. So. Um, <clears throat> You know, I think we would probably we're kind of like the Scrooge of Christmas, and I always my mind just thinks of Christmas. I I I, yeah. will, I personally love celebrating Thanksgiving because of the food. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think we would be more towards the not celebrating. We're not very celebrating people. Hmm. We don't really like to make a big fuss out of things. Like our birthdays, both of our birthdays are in the spring. We don't really make a big deal to go out to eat, and that's it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We are just the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) We go pretty big for everything. Beck's family goes absolutely massive for Christmas and pretty much every other holiday. Um, I throw myself a birthday party every year and invite a ton of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, except for last year, COVID, freaking first first time I haven't thrown myself a birthday party. Uh, Beck's birthday is coming up. Not sure what I'm going to do for that, uh, but. Yeah, we like to celebrate the holidays, mm. um, but I, I think we like 
we like doing the things and gathering the people that even if it wasn't, we'd probably just find another reason to do it. The holiday, I think, is less significant. It's just a a reason to do the thing that we want to do anyway, which is have party 20 yeah. people over, yeah. you know? <clears throat> yeah, no. I mean, maybe having the the baby maybe will make us a little bit more into like a Christmas. Yeah. Um, What's the rest of your family like oh they're really like they're really, big into it. really big into it my mom is is mama christmas so, yeah, so. her birthday's on christmas eve so it's like uh oh. pretty special time for my mom so we we're pretty hardcore so you know i grew up in a in a family that celebrated holidays like crazy i just z and i you know we did have a christmas tree this year i guess we put up decorations but we weren't really looking we're kind of low key. I don't know, and I think Z has stated that she doesn't want to work on Christmas going forward. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. We might, as we you know, grow into this parenthood thing, we might be big into into um, what is it called? A holiday. Holiday. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you will. It's uh, it is interesting though. It's like a pragmatic way to look at it. You know, it's like taking your. Why would you take your kids to Disney World when they're like two or three? It's yeah. just like ridiculous. Yeah, they're gonna have a great time, but it's gonna be sensory overload, and they're not gonna ever remember it. And mm. um, you know, they'll probably get COVID. Um, so I could kind of see the reasoning behind it, um, but reasoning does not really uh, dictate the mm. actions of. Yeah. Uh, the people that live on this property. So uh, we will be celebrating all the holidays all of the time, and we're going to have a blast. Yeah. I mean, like what other? So Christmas, Thanksgiving, you, do you guys do Easter? Uh, Yeah. Like a, oh, an Easter egg hunt. That'll probably be yeah. a thing in our house. It's going to be fun. Um, We'll do an Easter egg hunt this coming weekend, and, uh, you know, we'll do a big, ham or a lamb or something and yeah so i guess i i take back what i said i think we're going we're we're slowly going to move towards the celebrating every holiday but i just don't think we're going to make a big yeah you know it's not yeah. going to be like our kids when they're 22 years old they have something else going on mm-hmm. on like thanksgiving like they're doing a friendsgiving yeah. i'm not going to guilt them into coming to our house for thanksgiving because it's what we've always done yeah. type thing you know yeah. I uh I like that. We can see if Beck wants to weigh in on it because she's FaceTiming me right now while I'm on the air with a podcast. Beck, you are live on the Brand New Dad podcast. What's up? Am I really? Yes, you are. Oh, okay. We're in the middle of our wives segment. We're talking holidays. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. Um, so you got anything to say or what? without holidays do without wow they're just money suckers yeah i agree since when do you care about money i don't know there's no way you actually want to do without holidays you liar (laughs) i just been really thinking about it hard no i don't buy it (laughs) this is baloney (laughs) Okay, I didn't think you guys were going to start this early, so I was just calling to check in about some other stuff, but, um, okay. Yep, uh, have nope. Have fun. I'll talk to you later. Cool. Thanks for the content. All right, love you, bye. Love you too, bye.
I like what she said. I mean, I, I get the uh, idea behind not doing holidays. I think it's important to to say, hey, the, the holiday is about getting together with your loved ones, not about receiving gifts or giving gifts, you mm-hmm. know, because capitalism took <clears throat> Christmas and just said, this is this is a holiday and yeah. you need to spend thousands of dollars on mm-hmm. your loved ones, which yeah. is... It's kind of made up. It's you know. It's you know. That, well, they're you all made to up. do that. They're all made <laughs> up. You know, none of these holidays are in our DNA. Yeah. It's not. It's not like a you know a sea turtle knowing like how to crawl out of the sand and go into the ocean. Like it's yeah. We these should are be all celebrating that. <laughs> <laughs> turtle day. Turtle day. Or Adam day. We got uh, that should be a national holiday when Adam gets to drink again. Adam McGee. Sorry, I was. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. For our <laughs> listeners, they know, but for new listeners, yeah. they may might not know what Adam Day is. But May first. Are you still? Are you going to do the week before? Yeah. Okay. Plan to. I'm I'm going to commit as much as I've committed to anything Dude, else. <laughs> the only time I drink is usually on a Sunday brunch, you know, or like or here. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be doing without one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe, you know, it'll be muscle memory at this point, you know. Oh. Six o'clock on Monday will come around and you'll just be like, ah, I need yeah. a few little baddies. I don't, see, the thing is, like, I don't, when I'm at home with Z and the baby, I don't drink because, like, I when I drink, I get super tired mm. and then I don't want to deal with either of them, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want I want to want to deal with them, you know. Beck and I have just been splitting beers, splitting cone nice. heads, yeah. you know, get a nice heady quality ipa and just uh split them you know cool they stay real cold it's fun yeah that is fun you know it's fun it's cute it's a fun thing z and i have done that thing we do um okay so let's move on i think we got one more uh thing from uh what okay i'm just gonna read this because i don't even know what it's about question two have you had the poop versus puke talk don't even know what she's talking about but here's the rest of it i've heard from a lot of parents including my own that one parent handles the poop situations uh, and one handles the puke situations have you had the talk slash will one of you be more likely uh to do one of these tasks why and why not and what's the better one to have do you guys have a split i think we're both doing both yeah type thing yeah i'm well versed in the poops i myself have a lot of issues <laughs> so i can you know give g- good advice when they get older they poop their pants in public i can say hey look at you know what we've do. all been there mm-hmm. i've been there more times than most <laughs> <laughs> so, are you gonna poop during the triathlon no if you have to what's what are you gonna hold it for like what's the best segment to poop in probably the the canoe. Obviously. I don't want to poop in a canoe. You take aqua dumps just like to do on Survivor. It, so you're gonna jump stop? Back, I jump mean, out, jump back. Yeah, in. that's you don't want to have to stop. No, you're right. I think the bike landed on the tire, spray it. <laughs> <at the people. laughs> Ew. Oh, dude. I like in these like major races. That's a serious problem. Oh, yeah. And there'll be like sponges at the finish line for people that poop their pants and then just sponge themselves off. (laughs) (laughs) So gross. Yeah. I mean, if I got to poop that bad, I'm just stopping. Yeah, going to the woods. Yeah. For this this triathlon? I mean, whatever. You want to be me. If we're close, you're going to be way ahead of me. Is the run first? Yeah. 
run bike oh canoe. Oh my god, yeah. How fast can you run a five k? Uh, my fastest. No, right now, how fast? Right now, I could it? probably run it in just under twenty minutes. It's like nineteen and change. I yeah. would say. Yeah. I uh, I'd be probably just over twenty minutes, but I would be done. Okay. Like, like <laughs> you wouldn't want to get on cramped a bike. <laughs> up, like not not able to ride a bike. After. Yeah, but it's all flat. I mean, that's what I'm taking into account here. Like, I don't run. Like, a, what would that be? It would be a six thirty mile. I don't run a six thirty mile consistently, mm. like what I'm doing now. <clears throat> it's all, like it's it's flat pavement this race. So is the it's the bike after that, and yeah. then the paddle. Yeah. I feel like with the bike, you just open the legs up and just get loose with it, you know? Oh, I'm so bad at biking. I just hate it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I hate everything about it. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways, to go back to the question, I think we're both going to take them. We're both going to take the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's weird to have like a, it seems... a set, like I do the poops and she does the pukes things. It's like, what do you do when you're the only one? Like, you're obviously going to break the rules. Like, yeah. When you have to, so but why? Like, like, are we talking like a five-month-old baby? Because my baby pe- poops like five, six times a day, and she pukes yeah. like maybe like one or never two. Puke. <laughs> <laughs> like she'll, she doesn't like puke puke. Yeah. It's just milk. Yeah. She I, overate. Yeah, I don't know. I think more often than not, it would probably end up coming down to like who does the laundry. Yeah. You know, because like when you puke, like it's going to be on their clothes. If they poop... If you put on the diaper well and it's not an yeah. insane poop, then you might not have anything on the clothes. So, like, I I think this is probably being decided by two things. I would say whoever does the laundry, and then maybe the other thing is I I've known some guys that are like super weak stomached about oh yeah a couple things and puke seems to you're... be one okay. of them. Yeah, um, there's probably some poop out there that gets people a little <laughs> nauseous as well, but. Uh yeah, I think either either one of them having a weak stomach on on one of those subjects, mm-hmm. or just defaulting to who does the laundry, determining uh the the balance. Yeah, I could see either one of those being a good enough reason to do a split if you needed to. But again, like it, you're at <laughs> there's no way you're getting through a childhood without like having to do both of those mm-hmm. a bunch of times, yeah. no matter what your agreement is. True. I had a really big problem with poop from like nine. Like I, I would say, I shouldn't say nineteen. That sounds weird. Maybe like fourteen through like twenty-two. Huh. I like I did. I couldn't stand hearing the word poop. <laughs> like I, I, it like we've said it me. like a dozen times. I know. In the well, last I, two I, I, I'm really like you're I'm, over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Uh, but the thing that helped me the most, and to like, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, is like having a dog. Yeah, and having to pick up their shit. Yeah, that desensitized me to the whole poop thing. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you like this whole diaper thing. You you take a uh, a warm wet wipe and you wipe <laughs> the poop off. But when you have a dog, essentially, you are like picking up their poop and feeling the warmth with the like on yeah, the other I mean, side like of the. There is a bag there, yeah. but it's, it's basically not there. So you that still feel it. definitely helped me get over the poop thing and now having a baby, I'm so cool with poop. Yeah. It's not even funny. It doesn't matter. Sometimes they smell it's like, oh gee, you yeah. just make a big deal to yeah, get them exactly. laughing or something. But <clears throat> Yeah. I got desensitized to the dog stuff before ever having a dog. I worked at a doggy daycare so I uh I picked up a lot of poop uh for, you know, a few months and then uh doggy daycare shut down and I moved on, but no problem with poop. Yeah. 
Or puke, really. Whatever. I, d- I could not stand that word. It was so weird. <laughs> that's funny. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's what Beck's got for us. What, cool. do, you, what do you got? So Z um, had been working on this one for a while, and I think the phrasing, and I don't even think I got the phrasing right. So. Small town sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you draw the line with parent intervention? So to, re- to where, where will you intervene, say, like, in a given scenario, uh, I'll give you your like a uh, coach. Okay. Where where do you intervene if a coach may be taking it too far? I think we're both <clears> under <throat> the the same impression that we, we want our daughters to speak for themselves that's, and have some self responsibility. Exactly what I was going to say. So, having said that, going further, where would you draw the line um, where you're going <clears> to <throat> say something? I'll say this. Any like you just said, anytime I can just have try to encourage my daughter to say it herself, yeah. um, I will. If I feel like it's something that this the athletic director or the or the who or the administrator or whoever, yeah. if it's something that they would be concerned about, then I'll instantly speak up about it. Because that doesn't need to come from a player. That should come from anybody who sees it. Okay. You know, you sh- anybody who sees any type of conduct that seems like their boss would be upset about it, mm-hmm. it, it should be it should be brought into the light. You know, you don't need to rat on everything for the rest of your life. But when we're talking about kids, yeah, instantly if it's something that the athletic director cares about, I'm gonna speak up. I like that a lot. Doesn't mean that I'm gonna speak up to the athletic director. I will most likely say it to the coach mm-hmm. and uh if it seems like they're gonna fix it then i'll leave it at that and if it doesn't then i won't okay but i think that's where i would draw the line is if it's if it's uh if it's something that that the coaches uh you know administrator or director would be concerned with then i'm gonna say something immediately yeah I had a hard time with this one just to kind of trying to define where my line was, but I think that's great. Um, yeah, I, I would, I, my mind immediately goes to like a her- harassment type situation yep. where, you know, she's trying to stick up for herself, but it's continuing, you know, and it's just like, all right, that that's when I'm stepping in. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, and I don't know what the specific actions would be. You know, everything, the goalposts kind of move on these things, mm-hmm. and you don't really know until you get in there, and there's some unique stuff that might happen for the first time. So yeah. I think, yeah, I would leave it as vague as, as what I said, just, you know. So with that, I guess I'll come up with a couple scenarios for you on the okay. fly, and it's going to be like, what are you going to do type situation. Yeah, perfect. Or like, let me ask you, when is it okay for a coach maybe to s- swear during like a uh, like a halftime speech or something at what age uh i think i think once you're on varsity a coach should be able to use any word that they want that's mm-hmm. not offensive to specific uh demographics of people you can't say any racial slurs you can't be misogynistic you can't uh you can't be you, you can't single out any any demographic or anything like right. that but I have absolutely no problem with bad words mm-hmm. being used to motivate. If you're a good motivator, you'll use them well. And if you're a bad motivator, then you won't use them well. And if a coach is getting in trouble for using bad words, 
it's probably because they're either not a good motivator Mm -hmm. or the administration or the parents don't have a good grasp on what's important. Okay. Now, what if that coach was putting it into a text message or an email? Are Are you still okay with it? I think he's an idiot (laughs) or she is an idiot in this day and age if they're doing that. Um, At that point, I would would have to see it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, at the varsity level, a coach saying, what the hell was that? That's nothing. Yeah. You know, get off your ass. Like, depending on the context, might be nothing or might be really, really bad. Um, It's that, that type of thing depends on how it's used okay um yeah no okay all right a new scenario okay uh when would you intervene if say a teacher or something like that was imposing maybe political values that didn't match up with your own oh i immediately you would (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think yeah okay I mean, if like, so I like to think I'm, I'm a little bit scattered. I hate using the term. I'm in the middle. If you're in the middle, you're a (laughs) moron. If you are, if you take good things from both sides and maybe average out to being in the middle, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. But if you're just, I don't know, let's not go. You're a fence rider and you're (laughs) weak. Uh, so (laughs) I don't like that. But, um, so if it, if it's against what I'm, if it's against what I think is right, I don't want, and it's wrong, no, <laughs> uh, then it it better be it better be a really well made point. Mm-hmm. And if it's a really well made point and it's not incorrect information or disrespectful uh, or uh, destructive, then I don't have a problem with it. Okay, yeah, I agree. I think. Um... My thing when I when Z asked me this, I've had a little bit more time to think about it. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just like I I, I want to teach my daughter that it's okay to have an opposing viewpoint, and it and it's okay as a listener to to, <clears throat> to take that opposing viewpoint in without you know um, I guess losing the respect between two people. Yes. And like when so I would totally agree. I you know as soon as I hear something maybe not. Um, I would say something immediately, um, but I would maintain the respect factor, which I don't think is is always maintained when these conversations are had with teachers from mm-hmm. parents, you know, and obviously my girlfriend's a, a teacher, so I hear about it a lot, about, you know, just how they come right at you. I think you still need to le- uh, maintain a level of respect, but also kind of try to bring your point in. Yeah, and I would already like to amend my answer. Oh, yeah, um, let's so- go. I think I should have said I would speak up immediately whether they were pushing a belief that I agreed with or not. Okay. Because a teacher should not be pushing a political belief. I agree. Teacher gives information. They shouldn't be pushing a perspective. I completely agree with you. Boom. Yeah. Amended. Amended. Nice job. I, that's all I got for um for situations. But... I think I did have one thing. Just give me one second. Okay. <laughs> I okay. Think of it. Um, I could probably come up with a what? What yeah, would you do? When would you speak up? Okay. Uh, so, sort of a how do you how do you react thing? You've uh, your kid is, and we'll go. Th- 
I'll give you a few. This is a bullying thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifth grade, your daughter comes home and there's somebody that's bullying her somehow. Um, you've obviously at this point had conversations with her about like, you know, not needing to have the approval of whatever and you shouldn't feel bad and there are hurt people, hurt people and all those things. You've tried to make her feel better about mm. what's going on and have it not be, you know, something that is hurting her, but that hasn't worked. Things have kept moving or escalated. And now your fifth grade daughter is having continued issues with a bully at school. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, so I think I read something the other day and, and you're not supposed to, in this day and age, you're not supposed to use the, if you get hit, you hit them back type thing uh, mm-hmm. to, to teach how to be responsible for your, <clears throat> for yourself, um, to teach how to stand up for yourself. I would, I, and I'm struggling to figure out a way of how to teach how to stand up for yourself without using that metaphor, yeah. you know? Um, and I'm, I totally agree. It's not appropriate to use anymore. Violence is never the answer type thing. But for to answer your question, in that scenario, I think I would get the teacher, the 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 uh, principal involved, you know. And, you know, I, I, yeah, that's a tough one. What if you know the other parents? You're not friends with them, but they are like, you know, you've met them through like playing on the soccer, being on the soccer sidelines or something. You know of them. You have a line of contact to them from like a, mm-hmm. a sign up sheet for a bake sale or something. Would you ever reach out directly to them? I don't think so. Uh, I think it's only appropriate to have that conversation. If you have like a principal there as well, just mm. because that way, you know, neither party is in control of the situation. You have a mediator and you can kind of just air out what's, you know, what's going on. Yep. And, uh, you know, and nobody is feeling attacked or yeah. disrespected or anything like yep. that. Yeah, and it's all, you have kind of a stenographer on board, you know, there's no, yeah. like, afterwards, like, well, they came to me like an asshole, and it's just exactly. like, no, like, I was... I, just... I think, uh, like, principal is a professional that could probably handle that situation and probably has done before, so I trust that, uh, again, I you know, if, if you're going to reach out, just be like, hey, can we meet? I'd like for the principal to be there, you know, there's something going mm. on. Can I tell you what I already know that I will do wrong at least once and I'm worried about it? It's like the girl's coming home being like, this person keeps whatever and they like tell me about, like I'm just, I think so highly of my girls already and I just think they're just, I mean, Nora's just better than everybody. She's so much cooler and uh, I'm just immediately just going to be like, that little fat bitch with the dead tooth? You're worried about her? Like, I'm just going to nice. say something, like, really disrespectful. And, like, I mean, Nora's going to have some sass. I mean, she might mm-hmm. say that to her. Or even yeah. worse, just be like, my dad said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, it will come back to bite me. So I'm, I'm worried about being able to bite my tongue when I'm in a situation where I'm going to be emotional and defensive about something because i'd Mm -hmm. love to think that i'm gonna keep my cool and if she if we're at home and she's coming to me with this i probably will be able to keep my cool but like i mean seeing it happen a little different yeah i'm 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 a little worried that i won't be able to just stay cool calm and collected like i want to be 
So uh, we'll say like Nora, how old are you thinking at this time? It's fifth grade? Yeah. So what if Nora did something before that you didn't actually see that might have provoked this other person? You know, you don't see every side. Mm-hmm. Would you remind yourself of like <laughs> of that? <laughs> or you just... I mean, yeah. it depends. I might be blinded by rage. Okay. Uh, I think... Uh, so if it's a boy pushing her on the playground, are you just going to go over and deck the kid? This is after I kick his dad's ass? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to kick the kid's ass. No. Uh, if... I mean... I probably... I don't, I don't know. I mean, if it's still happening... Uh, I'm a big fan of a stern, loud... Hey. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Love that. I mean, it gets everybody's attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it scares people. And it just like, you wouldn't think that a word that starts with an H could really have that much punch on yeah. it. But you really can, you can hit it. Uh, so I would I would hit him with a hey. And, uh, you know, maybe a shielding, not a stiff arm, but kind of a, a blockade. Yeah. Uh, just to separate everything, and uh, and then who knows a front kick to mm-hmm. the chin probably after that. Uh, I don't know. It's that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. And the whole like hit hit back thing is just so. I don't know. I've I've been thinking about just like would it be cool to just like get her in like a jujitsu class mm-hmm. where you're calm under pressure and you can react to what other people are doing because like that's all about like reacting to what people are doing yeah. not like initiating and stuff um so i don't i don't know i i think about this all the time it's a tough one yeah it is tough what yeah. do you uh what how how are you gonna deal with that I, that's i again i'm struggling because you know it was all i think we've all heard that one like if you get hit by a bully you hit him back that's how you stand up for yourself i mean i was never told that Never? No. I mean, you see it on my TV. My parents though. are hippies. That's true. You know? Yeah. And I don't we're know. We're like that... a small town. We don't really have any like big boat. Like, I got like maybe like a wedgie or something or like mm-hmm. pushed into a locker, but well, like you, nothing. There was no bullies in your school. Most likely you were the bully. We had. <laughs> Where'd you hear that? <laughs> what? Well, our friend group, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I was always so small. Like mm-hmm. I would have had to be really, really brave to swing at a bully. Yeah. Like I was scared of pretty much like anybody that would be doing the bullying. So that was just that somebody telling me that I would have been like, okay, yeah. And then never in a million years would I have actually done it. Okay. So let me push a scenario to you. Okay. Which is more likely I think for your eldest one. Okay. She's going to be the most popular kid in school. This one. In like all the schools. Yeah. She's probably going to be the bully. So what do you do when a parent oh, comes to you and says. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I can tell you my first. I get defensive immediately with oh, yeah. everything. Yeah. So I'm. I can tell you. I will immediately think that this person's wrong and that their kid is a bitch. <laughs> and that they are too. That's just how, that's like, before I think about it, that's what I'll feel. Mm-hmm. And obviously then I'll think about it. I think going and talking to your daughter about it and, and seeing what their side of the story is, is the first step. Um, you know, maybe maybe you take all the information that you can from this other parent and you like tell me exactly what happened. 
And then, uh, you know, after your daughter lies to you about it, you say, well, they said this. And then you see uh, what they say. But, man, I I think, like, I think I'm going to be pretty good at catching the girls in a lie. Like, I'm... I'm pretty technical about verbiage and I have n- no hesitation calling people out when they're seeming like they're either wavering or fibbing about something. Oh yeah. Um so I think I will I will definitely be trying to sniff it out all the time and calling them out on it. Um which will in turn definitely make them better liars. Mhm. Uh so maybe not that good in the long run. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's man, that's a tough one because it's like sh- my kids. They're definitely they got both sides of the coin. I mean, she's super sweet, but she's also she's also my daughter and mm-hmm. uh, is definitely going to be an asshole some of the time. And we'll see what that manifests and how we react as a family. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, and Beck, I think reaction wise, has the, the same exact reaction as me which is like yeah you're wrong <laughs> i can definitely see it from both of you <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know but that's the thing is like my main thing is lately has been i want to like think about what the other side or you know mm-hmm. put yourself in somebody else's shoes yeah. so like when i think about my daughter being bullied and then addressing the parent i just think what would i want if my daughter was the bully you know and then I just base my decision off that. Try to be level-headed. And you do I'm, all this in the moment instantly? Well, that's the thing. is, Oftentimes, you don't have to make decisions in the moment. You have time to decide. And you can say, hey, look. You might have, like, uh, she comes home at 5 p.m. with a letter from school type thing. Or, like, she comes home at 5 p.m. after school and just tells you that she's mm-hmm. been bullied. You know? Yeah. So you yeah. have time. That's true. You don't have to act right then. So, but what are you going to do when you're on the sidelines of the soccer game yeah, and some parent comes over and kind of has an attitude and tells you that your kid is, is bullying and they're kind of being aggressive about it. Okay. So Front the- kick to the chin. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cause they're, you know, yeah, you might have time to think about it, but one of those scenarios might happen too. Yeah. I know what the right answer is, and I'll tell you if you want me. To, but no. I, I think I'll just, you know, I'm just like you. I thing is, I am very. Um, what's the word? Uh, starts with an I. <laughs> Impulsive. There you go. So I'll act on impulse there. Yeah. You know, and which which doesn't go well for, um, for me. Uh, I have a big mouth, and I <laughs> you know, when I act on impulse in certain situations, it doesn't turn. It, yeah. Yeah. But I'm never gonna go hand to hand in front of other people. No. I'm too worried about my public image. Yeah, which is you know <laughs> which on I've the rise successfully. Re- well, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, I'm you're, on the, you're rise. on the rise. Thank you. You're Thank on the rise. You. Yeah, I think we all are. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't gotten kicked off soccer field in a while. Yeah, that's good. It's true. <laughs> that's a plus. Not because of our our you know better behavior. Yeah, but just the lack of soccer games. Um, yeah, I don't know. These are all tough. It's so like the amount of times that I've had conversations with Beck about like how we need to react just with each other. Mm -hmm. Like for probably three or four years, I've been trying to do, I've been trying to do something like literally just one time I want to do this, which is to not 
escalate the aggression or tension in the air in mm. a in an argument or something like Beck comes in hot sometimes or reacts to something that I do and gets defensive and snaps at me. Years I've been trying to just one time not snap back. Mm -hmm. And it is impossible in the moment for me to not be defensive and snap back. Okay. I need to work on that. How do you how do you work on how do you work on something that you don't have any time to to think about i don't know uh, what's been helping me lately is to realize that it's okay to fight and that just thinking about how it's okay to fight sometimes everybody <clears throat> fights you're not going to get along 100 percent of the time mm -hmm. has gotten me a, like a, a kind of a more positive outlook when if say we do get in a fight you're not thinking like this relationship is fucking doomed we're yeah. screwed yeah. you're just thinking to yourself like you know what this happens Let's find a resolution. For me, I like to find that as quickly as possible or else I, I just hate being mad and yeah. walking away from a conversation. You're still mad. Yeah, I don't like walking away from it. Once I'm riled up, like I want to stay in the ring yeah. until somebody's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, uh, like, mine and Z fights generally go yell, 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 and then we de-escalate. And once we've de-escalated, she just she ignores me. And I'll just be like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> Zary, you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I just keep saying it over and over and she'll just ignore me. And then I'm like, you know what? It's not really helpful for me. I don't know. Just talk it out to see what, what, what uh, irks you guys most and just tell them the, the other person, they'll try to avoid it. Sometimes they don't, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then that's just what it is. Yeah. 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 It's hard. I mean, I'm, I have been trying. It's just, it's even if I do make the right decision in the moment, I still shoot myself in the foot. Yeah. Like if she comes in hot or snaps back at me about something, sometimes I'll be like, listen, I really do not. I don't want to fight about this. I'm trying to remain calm, but you come in here like a fucking bitch and snap at me over nothing. And then I'm like, right. <laughs> I'm adding so much aggression yeah. to for, you know, when I've already made the right first step, but then my competitive side takes over and I'm like, yeah. I'm losing this fight now. I'm going to start throwing. Well, here's the thing is as the kids get older, it becomes more and uh, more inappropriate to fight in front of them. That's a good point. So I think that's, it's helpful to think about them as well. And mm -hmm. that's the situation be like, that is for me is like the, the biggest thing is like, we can't do this right now. You know, that, that time that, you, you know, when the kid goes to bed, we can have this conversation. We'll get you both to cool down. You know, that's true. And de-escalate yeah. from there. Yeah. That gap is what does it for us. I mean, we, we pretty much just like fight ferociously when we do fight and they're few and far between. Like we used to fight all the time and now, now it's like so rare. Uh, but when we do like we get it all out, Yeah, which is good, I guess. Um, but there definitely is like a, like a de-escalation period after that where we both kind of like walk away once everything's off our chest and then. When we do come back, it's just like, it's always the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like a 30-second double apology, and we instantly move on from nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Well, Nora is awake. So this has kind of turned into a what would you do segment. I got another one for you. Hit me. So what are you, I guess, what, what are you going to say? What are you going to say when one of your daughters or your future son gets caught drinking around the varsity soccer team? only one to get in trouble uh i would start with trying to get 
the accurate information out because that scenario to me sounds like something where either he was being or she was being the only dumb one okay. that got caught for some reason or the person who took the blame. Right. So say I'm I'm more so uh, like going towards the latter. Okay. So say she just took the blame. What are you going to say? Because you can't be happy with them because they just got caught drinking. But they also didn't rat on their friends, <clears throat> which shows like loyalty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would just, I would want to get all the information out. I want to know why they did what they did. And then in any scenario, whether it was them just doing those things and not stepping up and taking the blame or, or, you know, trying to save their friends and doing that either scenario, the end result is going to be us talking about what the consequences are for the action and making sure that they are okay with the fact that they will be you know, uh, completing all of the things that need to be completed now that this has happened and understanding all the effects of this type of thing. Because, I mean, sometimes these are like huge deals that end yeah. up, you know, like ruining a scholarship or like getting you kicked out of college or whatever. I mean, these can have giant, giant things. So I think it's, you know, try to get the answers out because if you don't understand why they did something, then you're not going to be able to give them advice on like a similar scenario down the road. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they were stepping up to save their teammate, like, I mean, part of that is cool, like you said, but it's also a decision that has giant consequences and you need to let them know that like, okay, you, you just got kicked off your varsity team. Mm -hmm. Like maybe they're still going to be able to play in college. Maybe now they won't. But if they do play, then they need to know that, you know, doing this in college might mean losing a scholarship and getting kicked out. Like it's, I think, uh, I think, yeah, get all the information out of them as to why they did what they did. Mm -hmm. Let them know that they will absolutely accept all of the consequences for their actions and then try to warn them about what that type of decision making might lead to in the future. Nice. Boom. That's good. Well done, Sean. Front kick to the chin. Yeah. Do you have uh, any scenarios? I can, We. I got one more thing for you. You do? Well, right. I, I, we can jump into Harrison's question from Twitter. And okay. He's just looking for advice. Yeah, sure. on, uh, I mean, if I think of another random one, I'll throw it in mid-other segment. Yeah, no, you know, I know I'll you just will. just interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Harrison was pretty much just looking for... Uh, their their due date is April 21st. So he's looking for some advice on what to do. Big day. Sounds like it's going to be a big baby as yeah. well. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So we both know something about big babies. Um, we both have them. Uh, yep. I got a little one and a big one. Um, so the 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 prep, I'm rambling here. Do you have a direction? Yeah. Why don't you start? So trust the professionals would be my number one. Yeah. It's just, you know, they're they're used to this. Chances are this is not the biggest baby they've ever delivered. True. They're going to get that baby out of there mm-hmm. as safe as possible. Um, and <clears throat> my thing is, is like, I don't know. the ex- It sounds like they're going to have an induction, 39-week induction. Because, yep. um, you know, just be there for, for mom as, as best you can. Um, I think I've said this a thousand times on this podcast, but I'll say it again. Check in with her between contractions. Say, yep. what can I be doing differently? Do get, get, you know, practice some back rubs in the meantime. Um, I, I've heard that, 
you're not supposed to go deep tissue with the the back massages. Just use a flat palm and mm-hmm. just kind of rub it. It's more so just to let them know that you're there. Type yeah. Thing. Yeah. To be the be the support. You know, it's yeah. more, probably more emotional support than physical support when you're doing the back rubs. Exactly. But, uh, it's definitely good for both. Um, I was just thinking, like we both said that when you're in labor when you're moving forward when you're having to make decisions about you know do you want an epidural do you mm-hmm. are, are are we you know maybe going to have to get a c-section like these are big decisions and in the moment uh like we've said before like the doctors are not going to lie to you they're going to give you accurate safe information to try to get you <laughs> To do what gets this baby out safely, which is the only thing that matters. The birth plan is like, you know, great to go in with, um, but you have to be willing to roll with the punches and do what's best for that yeah. little baby. Um, but I think, I think it's probably pretty easy to have a discussion with your wife or partner when you're thinking about a birth plan and have it be a very short discussion where it's just like, I don't, I want to do it natural. And I don't want to get these. And, and then, like, what are you going to say to her? Like, yeah. she's already, it seems like she's made up her mind. Like, but I think maybe having, even though it might start a not so great conversation, it's probably important to kind of try to talk about, like, what if we do get put mm-hmm. in this scenario where the doctors are saying this needs to happen? You know, like, obviously, it might be nice to just hear her say, like, obviously, at that point, like, we would do what the doctors yeah. say. So maybe try to prime it with a conversation like that. Um, I don't know. Um, just know your birth plan, I think is what you're saying. And and just obviously be flexible. <laughs> we got a, do- a, a barking dog, so you're going to have to deal with a, with a dom rant here. So just know your birth plan. Um, be flexible. And guys, I mean, think about, all the times that this you'll be reminded that you know you let them go through with the epidural if you if you don't you know mention to the to the wife who's screaming for an epidural hey we wanted a natural birth like just keep in mind you know just you're there to remind them of the birth plan but it's not exactly um <clears throat> it's not exactly set in stone right so be flexible um but also put your reminders in so you don't get you're not on the hook later on in life when, oh man, I really wish she was a, a natural birth um, type thing. I don't know. I'm rambling. Um, uh, there's one other thing that I had, which was say, uh, Harrison, if it does go the C section route, um, you know, my girlfriend had only been in, you know, one major surgery prior to this. So it's a pretty nerve wracking time. And generally you're kind of being like, oh, it's C-section time. It's like not a lot of time to prepare. Mm. So be prepared when you walk in there. One, to you're about to see a major surgery. <laughs> Two, you kind of need to lighten the mood with her a little bit because there might be some anxiety. And that, you know, maybe have a joke prepared or, you know, think of, you know, remind her of that there's going to be a baby out here soon. Yeah, and that she gets to dodge a bunch of labor pains, you know, especially if you're making this decision yeah. relatively early. Uh, it's There are definitely some plus sides to every every route that you can take to get in the baby. So, um, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Just your job is to just do 
offer up the the you only have a few tools. Yep. And I think being readily available is the most important thing. Always, you know, you obviously have to be like willing to do whatever they need, but again, you only have a few tools, so just don't overdo anything. Maggie? Oh my gosh. We'll cut that out. No. <laughs> She got tangled up in the bike, so I had to walk out there in my socks, stepped in a puddle, my feet are wet now, and now she's barking to go back out again. Guess what? No! It's okay. I had the pod completely covered with a terrible rant. Nice. Wait, do you hear this one? It is not good. Can't wait. Pretty much was saying that if you if you don't remind the mom of the birth plan, say things are going in a different direction than Make what you expected. To it twice. Yeah, <laughs> so just remind them of that so that you cover your own ass later on in life. So essentially, like if they wanted a water birth and things were going in a different direction, you were just doing a a, a birth in the bed, natural, mm-hmm. you know. And then you know later on in life, she's gonna be like, "Oh, I really wish that was a water birth. Why didn't you remind the doctor that we wanted that?" <laughs> so just keep in mind what the wants are but also be flexible with the professionals. Yeah, I think Dom's offering up good relationship <laughs> advice in general. Keep score. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no. I think it's. I think that's a classic thing that any guy would deal with. Like, oh, you should have reminded him type of thing. Like <laughs> yeah. a backhand. That is true. Yeah. And then, uh, so aside from, uh, you know, management of emotions and physical pain, um, we did, I think, in those early episodes, offer up a couple tips for just, uh, you know, bag packing prep. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already gotten some positive reviews on your suggestion for a extra long cell phone charger, yeah. which is a great thing to have. Um, I think having a laptop that you can do some streaming on is also mm-hmm. an essential thing. Um, and I'm not sure if we really had anything else besides like what you would expect, comfortable clothes, things like that. And then, you know, if you're into it, a little mini bottle of champagne, maybe a flask. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I think for me, I mean, the, the serving sizes in the hospital, if you're going to be eating there, they're not too, too big. So bring snacks, lots of snacks. Yeah. Snacks are good. I actually didn't have a problem with serving sizes, but. Yeah. I, yeah. (laughs) I mean. The food is, at you least could, at, at our hospital, like the food is t- super reasonably priced. Yeah, I, I agree. Just order a bunch of stuff. But I'm like, the, I'm just saying, like the serving size, I didn't fill me up. You mm. know. Mm. Mm. But. Well, okay. <laughs> well, you're fueling up, you know, for a triathlon. Yeah. So you got a calorie intake. Michael yeah. Phelps over here. Again, freaking... it's the easiest triathlon I think you could possibly. I'm do. gonna swim. Faster than you can pump a kayak. Okay. It's a, is it a canoe or a kayak? You could do either or a paddleboard if you want. Why would anybody do a canoe? What? Why would anybody do a canoe? It puts you in a, a different canoe? bracket. Like it, oh. it doesn't matter what you're using. It's, it's oh. what, whatever's available to you, and then you're in a bracket with the canoers. Hmm. Like we've had. I might do canoes then. We've done quite well in the race in previous. Like I've done mostly teams for this thing. Yeah. I've never done the try by myself. But, uh, We've done quite well because we've always had a canoe, and most of the good teams have a two-person kayak. So we would come in first place for our age group. Of course, we'd have like a sixty-five-year-old biker. Oh, it's wait, it's multiple people in the canoes. You could have two people. Two or, people. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
I would want it. I think I would have a better chance in the canoes because I think you can put a fit person in a kayak and they can go fast. Yeah. A canoe, a solo canoe, is not an easy thing to go fast. Yeah, I don't think by it, yourself. I don't think anybody should do that. I mean, does you anybody? Should, is that a different bracket? <laughs> yeah. Just being in there. Maybe I mean. Then pa- the two people. There's one guy who paddleboard the three miles because there's people that do this thing by themselves, so they would just do it in a kayak. kayak yeah, yeah. And then there's, oh, okay, all right, I get it. Yeah, and then you can tandem canoe if you wanted, or tandem kayak. Well, I mean, my dad builds kayaks. We do have a triple cockpit. Whoa, handmade. Bring the girl. Alaskan Eskimo style kayak. So nice. if I'm doing this with. A couple of our friends as a team, maybe we'll just hop in. There. But then you gotta wait for the those people to get to the the boat, right? Yeah, yeah. Which wouldn't be that hard because it's all you do it one after another. So we would all just do it individually. Yeah, oh. it's sick. So like the Ron takes off first, right? And so I'd run and then come back and then tag my biker. Biker takes off, and then I'm just hanging around because I'm the runner for when the canoe takes off because I got to tag the canoe. So that's like the most fun part of the race. Is oh, just a baton pass? Yeah, so the the guy with the microphone will call out your number and as the biker's coming in. So it'll be like number 212 coming in and then you just take off sprinting. <laughs> and you're just running as hard as you can. Like you're running through crowds of people mm-hmm. and they're just like cheering you on. Like, Whoa! And then you tag your canoeer, slap them on the ass, help them get the canoe in the water and they're off or the kayak or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do, but just in case you're listening and I don't end up doing a solo canoe, which apparently nobody does. But I mean, put you in a different bracket. You got a Kevlar solo canoe. The thing weighs like 30 pounds. It sits right on top of the water and you can fly in this thing. Um, But bit of advice for solo canoeing. If you ever want to do it, just even down a river. um, Obviously, canoes are a little bit tough to go fast in because you have to keep switching sides if you're the only person in there. Um, but there's a paddling technique where you just stay on the same side, and then at the very end, you just leverage your paddle against the side of the boat and just push off, and it just kicks the back of the boat the other way, and then you can paddle on the same side the whole time. Yeah, you know, you can still switch after you know every like ten minutes or whatever when you're getting tired, but. Uh, yeah, no need to be flipping the paddle back and forth over the boat. It's like a J, right? It is like a J. Yeah, the J paddle. But yeah, you obviously have to turn the the paddle. Yeah, at the yeah the bottom of the J. Used to teach paddle boarding lessons. Whoa! Stand up, pa- sup. Oh yeah, you were gonna start a magazine. Yeah, sup, bro. Sup, bro. <laughs> I think we should still start that. Eh? <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> we're gonna have some time on our hands here on these Monday evenings pretty yeah. soon. Um, okay. Yeah, I forget what got us on there. Where where, where are we? We're are we done about? with wives. We're done with our wives. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason why yeah. we're taking a break. We're both kicked out of our houses. Yeah. Nam and I are looking looking to buy a house together. That'd be know? awesome. Living in each it. other's houses really caused a split. Yeah. Uh, we didn't think that both of our wives would like the other person being there better, but uh, they did. Yeah. So product review time. Okay. And we're going to do a product review wrap up. Yeah. Because there are some essential products that everybody needs. Yeah. So I've got three things that I've already shouted out. Okay. And one new one. Okay. So a boba wrap, if you're having a new baby, it's a must have. It's really nice and a good, 
good for dad and baby to connect with one another. Um, again, that's a boba wrap. Um, the hatch noise machine is my second. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet noise machine. I, I feel like it probably takes up half of my day. I listen to that thing just because she's in bed for 12 hours and we have her on. I'm, I'm literally listening to white noise for 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so it's a pretty large part of my life and yep. I think it should be, a, it's, I think it's a staple, you know, you should, you should have one. Um, I know that you guys don't use it cause you guys like it nice and quiet, which is also cool. We use a, a white noise thing. Oh, I thought you said you didn't have it. Earlier. No, we have one. It doesn't run for 12 hours. It shuts off after like an hour. See, that would wake our baby up. Hmm. Well, anyways, um, the Bumbo chair nice. is another thing. Yeah. It's super cool for when you have like a two, three-month-old baby. Three, four-month-old baby. Yeah, yeah. three, three four. Um, that, uh, yeah, I think, again, you probably have it if you don't. You know, it's, yeah. it's probably on your registry. Um, and my last thing, new shout out, is the Crib Mates plush baby teether and crinkle toy. Mm, those crinkle toys, they love them. Yeah. And this thing's got, we call it a wombat, but I looked it up today. It's a fox. Zara, it's a friggin' fox. We've been. Oh, this is a fight you guys are having? No. Okay, well, we, we've like been calling it a wombat. We're like, we don't really know what it is. And then I looked it up. I was like. What even is a wombat? I don't know. I mean, I didn't get a question wrong in the animal quiz, but I don't know what a wombat is. Yeah. Well, anyways, crib mates. Is it a marsupial? Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah, you don't know. No, I actually, I was looking up, this is crazy, but I was looking up, like, what do these two things have in common, and I was going to do koala, because that was going to be my quiz theme, and I was going to do koalas and kangaroos, Mm. because that's parenting, because they they carry their young in the pouch. Mm Mm-hmm. So marsupial, and then I saw wombats on there. Well, anyways, I looked it up, and it's a freaking fox, Z. <laughs> anyways, it's got uh, teethers on their hands and feet, so they can stick them in their mouth or yeah. whatever. And it also crinkles, makes noise when in which my baby gets a kick out of. So, um, the the cribmates fox, check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do a couple things that I've also uh, already talked about in past episodes, but. Um, getting, when you first have a baby, the, the, the snot in their nose is a huge problem. It's so gross and they can't breathe and it's, it's just nasty shit. So, uh, when they're really young, you want to use one of those bulb rubber, uh, nasal remover things. Um, honestly, the best ones that we found are the ones that are at the hospital. Just steal it. Along with all of the diapers and all of the the wipes and just everything that's in the room that's not in a locked cabinet. This is what our like birthing class person told us is like if it's not in a locked cabinet, take it home. And you should. Take it all home. Um but that that snot remover bulb, uh definitely take that home. And then once they get a little bit older, how how old for a nose Frida? When did you start using one of those? Does it matter? You just do it real young? Two to three months, I think. Yeah, I just feel weird when they're just super young about putting that on there. I feel like I'm going to suck their lungs out. But, um, yeah, I would say at, at two months, just start using a nose, Frida. It's amazing. That's the one where you you put the, the other end of it. It's a tube that you put in your mouth, and you just you suck it out. And uh, there's a filter. You will never get any snot mm-hmm. in your mouth. Um, and it's much easier to clean than you would think. Because none of it actually goes up into the tube. It's just this little like 
vial shaped thing that collects it all and then the filter stops it and it's super easy to rinse out um but that works uh way better than a bulb does Mm -hmm. and it gets everything and at that age they're producing like a ton more mucus and it's uh it's just disgusting so you got to get that shit out um so yeah two stage uh product review for for the mucus removal and then i would say the other thing is just um there's all kinds of variation in diaper rash. Uh, we've been pretty lucky. There hasn't been a whole lot of it with my kids, but there's definitely some of it. And just get some like triple paste or there's a bunch of products that are for diaper rash. So just find some sort of like all purpose um, butt cream, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like the instant that it looks like something might be starting, just slather that shit everywhere and in one diaper it will be gone Mm -hmm. and you just catch it early and it's not even like when you i mean when you change the diaper like it's just it's already like soaked into the diaper it's you don't even need to deal with it it's very easy so i would say definitely that um i was gonna say the bumbo uh do you have anything else on your mind well i think one more i have a dad joke no don't do that um because there's definitely like when they're so little mean this thing that georgie's in right now which is just a little a little bouncer it's like a little lounge seat that just has legs that come from the back so you can kind of rock it a little bit this one vibrates we never put the vibrate on Mm. um but uh yeah it just kind of sits them up it's like halfway between the position they'd be in a car seat and laying flat on their back and it cradles them a little bit which at that age they like sometimes just really need to be able to fall asleep and if you want to be able to do anything else uh while your kid is sleeping and you don't have to hold them the whole time then something like that is pretty essential so pull the boogers out yeah one of these i'll go on that i mean just having anything that you can like a lot of things that you can set your baby down in is Mm. pretty huge like uh having bouncers uh swings just different bassinets because like you know, if they're awake, they get tired of things pretty easily. At least mine does. Yeah. And you just have to switch it up, you know. Um, but, yeah, those bouncers are sweet. Yeah. And get a, get a good breast pump. Oh, yeah. You know, like don't skimp on that. There, are, Chances are your wife or whatever is not really going to, like, it's mm-hmm. not like a, like, you get some joy out of, out of breastfeeding because you're like, it's the coolest, like, animal evolution thing it's yeah. amazing that you get to just like f- give them everything that they need like straight from the tap it's so cool um maybe they feel like that maybe they don't but either way the pumping thing you're not gonna like get that you're not gonna get the connection to your kid from milking yourself into a machine mm-hmm. so like it already might not be a pleasant process get a really good breast pump we have the spectro one that's yep. what we have and it's awesome um, so don't, don't skimp on that because, you know, it's going to be several times a day for several months. So just, you know, get, get something good. Yeah. And, uh, like also ladies educate yourself on, uh, like ways to increase your milk flow. Like if if you're planning on putting your kid into daycare, like we did, um, it was really helpful for Z to do some research on, uh, just like how to do to get more milk. And one of those things, which has been working really well is Z sleeps through the night, you know, 
that's a she's a 32 year old woman that sleeps the night finally got her sleeping yeah. through the night. <laughs> uh so but the thing is like she, when she wakes up she doesn't feed off the boob immediately she pumps and then she gets so much more out of that because if you feed chances are the baby's not going to drink all the milk that you have off to have mm. to offer at that point so z will get enough for the baby to feed for breakfast when she wakes up and then we'll have an excess that we can put in the fridge and store away for later so that's one of the things that we've been doing yeah the milk production is interesting like your body just kind of if you keep pulling all of it out Mm -hmm. it'll keep making it and it'll make more of it so like that's a really good piece of advice. Like if you are going to feed and, you know, maybe sometimes it's a short feeding, they just fall asleep or whatever. Yeah. Don't just stop. You know, like if it feels like you still have more, like pop the pump on, drain the tank and get that production going. Yeah. I mean, we're not the experts on breastfeeding. Oh, but we are. They're just we tips. Are. We you are. don't have to take them. Ladies, we know more than any of you. I think I know a thing or two about a boob. We know all of it. Okay. Um, has, uh, Beck had just recently had a fun little issue that some ladies might run into where there's like a clogged duct and, uh, you know, you can try to hand express it out or whatever. Um, she don't (laughs) tell me, can we stop the pod? (laughs) She had to do a little, little self suck. Oh, I thought you were sucking it. I think no, she asked me to, but I didn't, I forget how she worded it. Um, she, I think she said, I'm going to go hop in the shower. This is out of nowhere. She says, I'm going to go hop in the shower. Do you want to hop in with me and suck me off? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> God, I hope the aunts, uncles, grandparents stopped listening. I mean, this is verbiage that is innocent. You know, this is about health and prosperity for our children. Sure. It's about milk production. Sure. It's about, it's, it's about a medical intervention. You know, it's about home remedies. This is, you know, not to be, uh, interpreted as anything other than hilarious and helpful. Sorry. No, no. Um, okay. Well, well, the kids are crying and, uh, I think it's probably about time to get some dinner going for this one. Um, so we might have to get on out of here for the end of uh, season two, the end of an era. Yeah. And guys, I mean, if you miss us, send us an email at um, the brand new dad or not the yeah, no just the, brand new dad podcast yeah. at gmail.com and hit us on Twitter at brand new dad pod. There it is. Um, we well, we miss you already. Yeah. Hope you have a great uh, couple weeks, a couple months. Who knows? I think gear up. You know, summer's coming. We have lots of friends with babies on the way. We're gonna have updates. We're gonna have new guests. Yeah. We're gonna have celebrities. Yeah. If you know one, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) We miss you already. Yep. Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, really, it means a lot to us because we've been enjoying this and. We're going to keep doing it as long as people seem to be enjoying it. So, uh, thanks. Yeah, so what do the fruit robbers say when they get to the store? I don't know. This is the raw berry. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Bye. (laughs) Bye.